have a constitution, but if you don't have a good defense force to defend your country, then the constitution isn't going to is going to matter, because if you're overrun by the enemy, the enemy simply rips up our constitution, and that's it. The Marine Corps saved me, literally, because when my grandmother died, I I just was floundering. Uh, you know, she was my world, my paternal grandmother. And I was supposed to go to college that August, but she died that July. And I needed a reason to live. And the Marine Corps did that for me. It gave me the discipline that I needed to continue. And then it taught me so much about leadership. You have to earn leadership. As mm. you've heard, uh, maybe, that if you are thinking you're the leader, but nobody's following you, then you're just taking a walk. I saw leaders in action when for example, one, one day we were having an IG inspection. It's a huge inspection. You always want to pass it. It's massive. It's the whole base. And we were working such long hours, and the warrant officer came out and encouraged us to continue. But he got more out of us that night than before because mm. he took off his uniform, put on his, his uh, utilities, and got to work, got dirty. And I learned so much about leadership there. And then, you know, I'm a small woman. But when you have rank, then you move in that authority. But with that authority comes responsibility. And you have to take care of your troops. So you, you just learn so much. And it's not just the Marine Corps, it's all of our services. My husband and I were both Marines. And when we saw the pullout from Afghanistan, no rhyme, no reason. And you, you just say to yourselves, who's in charge? Where is our commander-in-chief? Because that would be President Biden. And he took no responsibility for any of it. That's not what a leader does. A leader acknowledges that they made a mistake. You can follow someone like that because you know they've got your back. You know that they've learned from the mistake. And they're going to try their very best to make sure it doesn't happen again. You're putting your life on the line. You're, you're giving your all to the country. And you expect that it won't be taken lightly. Your life, your sacrifice, the sacrifice that your family back home is making so that you don't have to come back in a box because of somebody making a mistake, making a political decision, making a decision to fulfill a promise where, where there, was no, there was no effort in it. The men and women who fought these wars say to themselves, to what end did I fight? For what purpose? They're using our equipment against us. They're using our technology against us. They're walking in our boots, in our uniforms. And, and what does our commander in chief say? That it's somebody else's fault. You gotta have the people who have put their lives on the line for the country. You've gotta, you've gotta care about them. And we did not see that. And even though we're not in the, in, in the Marine Corps anymore, in the military anymore, you always feel that. You just know the service that you've given, that your, your family has given as well. And you want them to care because remember, we always think about Vietnam. I was not during the Vietnam era. But you always think about how the men and women were treated when they came back from Vietnam. They were spat on. There was no respect for their, their lives, the limbs you know, that they gave. You, you saw someone's head blown off. You, you saw bodies blown to bits in front of you. We used to call that in my grandfather's day, shell shock, and we didn't understand it. But we yeah. do now. 
And the fact that we're still suffering from Agent Orange issues, the fact that we, we have water issues now that we found in Camp Lejeune where the you know babies have been born possibly with, with right. de birth defects because of that. You know, you want to be taken care of because you want to take care of the country yourself. That's why you join. That's why you serve.